0: Good afternoon, or good morning, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Jonathan Harvey, and this is your host. I'm the host of the Modern Conservative Podcast. Yes, I've been out of commission for a while, but I have a guest on today that brought me back out of retirement for the last five months. Um, I apologize. I've gotten emails. People ask me, where do you disappear to? Well, I've been taking care of some local stuff here, writing bills, um, promoting events and things for the great state of Utah. Um, today I have a special guest on with me. He is an, actually a former Trump aide, and um, which makes him absolutely a rock star already. As you can see, Garrett, right behind there on my wall, is this made him great again? You know, yes. um, the only true president that I know of that did what he said he was going to do. I don't. People may not like the way he said it, but he did it the way he said he was going to do. So yes. my name, my guest is Garrett Ziegler. Garrett. Welcome to my show. Thank
1: you very much for having me. Appreciate your patience, too.
0: Well, tell me, how was it working for Donald Trump?
1: Well, it was the fulfillment of a dream. He, as you said, is uncouth. He makes people mad because we have been wussified as a society. and But he's like your grandpa in that he speaks the truth boldly, but it may not be. It's tough love. Some people right. need tough love. A lot of people need tough love. So I worked for him under a man named Peter Navarro. So the president's the president was my boss's boss. I worked in Peter Navarro's office. The mm-hmm. office was called trade. The office of trade and manufacturing policy. It was. Uh, created by President Trump via executive order in April of 2017. And it was a very small office. We only had five people in it. And all of the staffers for Peter wonder 30. He was a college professor for 30 years. And it was sort of like a a graduate assistant position. And so I got more time with President Trump, though, after the election, than I did before, because Peter and I were one of the few White House staffers to recognize that something was wrong in the 2020 election. And so that's my background. And a couple of months after I left the White House, um, we got a copy of Hunter Biden's laptop, and it was full of verifiable felonies, uh, evidence of crimes that have sent other people to federal prison for years. And so, um, you know. I don't work with president Trump now. I don't, I'm not employed by his campaign or anything, but obviously definitely, definitely personally supportive of him and his candidacy for 2024.
0: You know, you mentioned, you know, you here, you're, you're here in the city of Salt Lake city uh, for an event last night. That was a Mm -hmm. fantastic event. Uh, I couldn't make it, but I heard great things from you because my people reported that this guy should have been advertised. <laughs> we didn't do the
1: best here. job of promotion, but guess what? We reached out me and my guy, Mark and Jen Orton, who we both know, mm-hmm.
0: no we reached Jen out
1: well. to all of the radio stations and nobody like they were hesitant to have me on. So we had a, we had a, we had a, a, a pretty good turnout. It could have been greater, but like I said, before we, we started the show that the crowd that was there, ask a lot of good questions. I We had to be pushed out. The liberal but somewhat kind audiovisual people at the Salt Lake <laughs> Public Library had to make us uh, do like the after event stuff of signing reports and talking, uh, not even in the lobby. They pushed us out of the lobby. They made us go outside because we were there for three hours. So I didn't bore the crowd. That's always a good thing.
0: You know, it's kind of interesting before we get into the topic um, that it was in the Salt Lake City Library, the it biggest was. cesspool of liberals in the it state was. of Utah. But I'm glad it turned out great <laughs> for you. And they weren't outside protesting. That's true. I've always said a good protest. i good advertisement mean great protesters.
1: Yes. And you feel like you're in Sweden in that library. It's extraordinarily modern. There's a lot of concrete. Uh, but the auditorium inside the library is really fantastic. I urge everybody to go check it out or try to hold your events there. They gave it to us for free, so nothing better than that. Um, and it's well, what people—that's what liberals
0: for. do. Everything's yeah. free. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's
1: what it's what we all pay. Ta- it's what you know, people from Utah pay taxes for. So, yeah. Um, and of course, I was there to present this. Um, it <laughs> took a year of my life and other people's time, and. It's a report that's, you know, I think should have been released by a congressional committee, but they didn't really want to study it to the degree that it should have been. And so we did it.
0: So the Hunter, you know, the Hunter uh, laptop was something that it didn't exist for a while. It was a conspiracy theory. It was something that was thrown out there by Donald Trump and his people and others. So. Tell me something about the Hunter laptop, Um Tell us, give us some of the things on the laptops that we would have not have believed. Actually, I shouldn't say we. Those <laughs> moderates out there who says, "Oh, they're those damn conservatives. They're just a conspiracy conspiracy theorist, and uh, they're just making up things about this laptop." My understanding is it's like four felonies already. He's been investigated before, but the media doesn't say anything about that. So let's go there.
1: The m- mainstream press is obsessed with how the laptop came to Rudy Giuliani. But what we're obsessed with rightfully is what is on the laptop. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to do a bait and switch and get us obsessed with the specifics of how Hunter forgot it in Delaware in April of 2019. And then didn't pick it up the FBI was given the original device. I just have a copy. The FBI has the original. I always joke that it's probably at the bottom of you know some river somewhere. But the Baltimore field office was investigating this. They took the original laptop via grand jury subpoena in December of 2019. The shop owner who gave them the device realized that they weren't doing anything with it. And so he gave One copy to Rudy Giuliani's attorney. He made a copy before he gave it to the FBI and gave it to Rudy Giuliani's attorney. That's how I got it. Mm -hmm. And so to answer your specific question, we took over a year and I went through all 128,000 emails on the device. Everybody can go download and view those emails themselves at bidenlaptopemails.com. That's one thing our nonprofit Marco Polo put together. Mm -hmm. So I read through all the emails, we went through all the iMessages, and went through 30,000 photos, and we found, at the very least, a floor of 459 violations of state and federal laws and regulations. That's a floor, so there could be more than that. And to answer your specific question, what do those – what kind of crimes are there? Right. Money laundering Foreign Agent Registration Act violations, sex trafficking, solicitation of of prostitutes, lobbying violations, conspiracy, using non-public information for financial gain, and a bunch of others. And we actually have a couple columns. Well, actually, four columns of just straight crimes. Like for instance, this is page fifty-two. Whoa! And it goes it goes through the who, what, when, and where of the crime. So if somebody is watching today and they've never heard of me before, which is very possible. And they want to go check my work. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, if I, if I accuse somebody of a crime in America, the onus is on me to provide evidence. Well, we say when it happened, where it happened, who was, who Hunter was involved with and then what the actual statute is.
0: So let me ask you this. If you and I had gotten caught with that laptop, what would happen to us
1: almost immediately? Um, They would go after the low-hanging fruit. Of those 459, some are so blatant that you could get an indictment within a day if you had a grand jury impaneled, and some require other subpoenas to confirm uh, the extent of the illegality. So to anybody who's a non-princeling, i.e. your daddy's not the president, um, they, they would obviously be indicted, and we don't have to speculate about that. On the floor of the Senate, there is a video that has recently resurfaced of Joe Biden bragging about instituting mandatory minimums for drug offenses. His son committed the very same drug offenses that his dad mandated other people go to prison for for at least five years Mm -hmm. for crack cocaine. Mm -hmm. So in in the in the this isn't even hypothetical, Joe instituted laws that his own family didn't follow and they didn't suffer the consequences for it consequences that he himself set up and passed through the U.S. Senate. It's hypocrisy. There's not an English word to describe this. It's even greater than hypocrisy. It's it's absolute tyranny.
0: You know, the Biden crime family seems to be getting away with a lot of things nowadays, whether it's the Hunter laptop or Burisma, I mean Barisma for his what's his name, um, Hunter um, yes. Ukraine. Um, and my, but my, I guess my question with all this information that's in your your book. Yeah, I will say that the FBI supposedly have four felonies that they're looking at right now with Hunter Biden. Mm-hmm. But my question is, why is it taking them so damn long? to prosecute him when they have the evidence on a laptop. Well, we know it's because his son is Hunter Biden. But my point is, what's the point of going after him when he can be pardoned by his dad? Very good question.
1: Every crime that is logged in this report is not a federal crime only. There are a lot of state level felonies and Joe Biden cannot pardon state level offenses. So just like President Trump is being charged by the Manhattan DA, any state in which Hunter committed a crime, that AG could go after him. By go after, I don't mean politically persecute. I just mean enforce the law. So states of states like Arkansas, Louisiana, and other seemingly quote unquote red states uh, have had this device. The, a copy of this device and a copy of this report sent to them back in October. We released it more than six months ago. We just have the the physical copy now printed. Mm-hmm. We went through a family printer in Florida. So the report is free to read online. If you go to um, dot com, that's one of the easy URLs we bought that redirects to our site. Our main site is, is Marco Polo USA.org. But if you just go to Biden's exposed.com, It it has the report online for free. And so what our goal is, is even if Hunter gets away with all of this at the federal level, that one state level official will have some courage and that there's an indictment at the state level. That's what has to happen.
0: So why do you think I mean, I can understand on the federal side where people are stepping down or stepping aside because Joe Biden the sitting president. Have you had interaction with other state AGs about? prosecuting hunter and what's what has been that reaction are they just like well we'll just let the federal government handle it because we already know what the federal government is going to do absolutely nothing joe biden is going to pardon him hell that's the proper reason why he's running again to make (laughs) sure you know he they put charges on him so he can pardon his son and family members
1: yeah the uh, good point the first question. I have talked to state AG's offices, there is an appetite. However, <clears throat> an appetite doesn't translate to getting a grand jury together, and getting a serious investigation going. Meaning so far, all we've had is lip service. And that's not enough. If I could do it myself, I would Absolutely. as a nonprofit, all I can do is call them up, annoy them righteously. And send this, you know, this report, the electronic version, has been sent to all members of Congress, to the U.S. attorneys in the district where the crimes were committed, along with state AGs. So there's no excuse. And we don't have the delusion that uh, AG is going to bring this report into the courtroom. All this does is it's a beginning roadmap. It's a roadmap for any serious fraud investigator. For any of these state AGs, you know, the the attorneys themselves don't go out in the field and interview people and and follow up on leads. Mm -hmm. So these state law enforcement officials, that's who this report is written for. And it's a very it's not boring, but it is a very dry report. It goes through the crimes and cites the statute. So it's not salacious. We don't we don't we redact the genitalia in it. There's genitalia for multiple Biden family members on here. Um, It really is a Nero-like situation, Jonathan. It's um, crazy.
0: So let me ask you this. And since I'm from Utah. Yes. And I have a relationship with the Attorney General and some others. Is there anything from Utah that's in there that we might get uh, (laughs) used to?
1: (laughs) It's a good question. I mentioned two things last night. Number one, the president's good friend is apparently to this day still working for the governor of Utah. He's the creative director in Cox's Office of Economic Opportunity. His name is Mike Racinelli. So that's one connection. There's no crime there, but it's just funny that one of Hunter Biden's good friends works for the Republican governor of Utah. Uh, everybody's going to be sending him emails asking him about that. Um And then, you know, Hunter purposely, though, spent a lot of time in in other states. The lion's share of his crimes were committed in California, New York, D.C., Delaware, and Pennsylvania, some in Arkansas and a couple in Louisiana uh, for the FARA violations. But not a a lot of nexus to Utah, just that personal friend, meaning nothing in the – we couldn't prove a crime beyond a reasonable doubt based on the emails just in Utah, um, but I have been on call, conference calls with a set of, of attorney generals, telling them that even if, um, even if Hunter wasn't there per se, he still has he he banks with Wells Fargo, so there's a nexus to companies that have business in Utah, and so there's ways for state investigators to uncover things about him, even if there's not a necessarily a crime committed in their state. He has ties to the state through financial deals and other things.
0: You know, many times now I've heard about issues or items on the uh, laptop, such as pedophilia.
1: We have over a four month period, a conspiracy between Joe Biden and his brother, Jimmy and Hunter to basically squash out allegations from Hunter's then lover and sister-in-law, his brother's widow of her accusing Hunter of being sexually inappropriate with their 13-year-old niece. So Hunter's sister-in-law accused him of being sexually inappropriate with the, with her daughter. And Joe knew about it. He knew about these allegations. Jimmy knew about these allegations. Jill knew about these allegations. And none of them reported it to law enforcement, which is what they're mandated to do. Mm-hmm. And. Bo Biden's eponymous foundation, the Bo Biden Foundation for the Protection of Children. That's what it's called, literally. <laughs> Hallie Biden was the director of that. So she was accusing her own brother in law of being sexually inappropriate with her daughter. But on the side, she runs this Bo Biden Foundation for the Protection of Children. It's really
0: amazing. I mean, they are a family of confusion and, and
1: world class sin.
0: I, 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 I just can't believe how these people are getting along with this, even on a state level. My problem is, so when you had mentioned that states were you had conversations with states or send documentation to the states of content that was on the laptop, my question has been, now I have thought about that. Why isn't these other states doing their own investigations on uh, Joe Biden and his son and Jim Biden and Jill Biden and you know, all the Biden download low yeah. down line, because I hear it's more than the top four Biden. Is this like, it goes down further to like yeah. 12 family members.
1: Yeah, that's a very good point you made. And we've made a family tree on page 42. This is like the whole diagram of the family tree. We put everybody's name, who's their, who their father, mother is. And that's Joe in 1972, by the way. <laughs> that's a that's a couple of Louis body dementia. diagnoses, play. But we, we both. We go through. Oh, that's another thing from this laptop. Hunter admits that his dad has dementia back in 2018, even. So that's now five years ago. So five years ago, Joe had early onset dementia. I can't imagine how much that's progressed to this day. His own son admitted that in conversations with his then psychiatrist.
0: So. Now I'm, we're at 2023 going into 2024, in six, seven, eight months, whatever, whatever it is. Mm hmm. Do you think that the federal government will launch charges against Biden in the next eight to 10 months? The federal government? Yeah. No. You don't think so?
1: No. I think that the U.S. Attorney's Office in Delaware, who is investigating Hunter, has been investigating him since 2018. And if he, if they do want to get him, they'll let him strike a plea deal or pay a big fine. And then and then they'll they'll wave the wand or you know, they'll wave the flag saying, Nobody's against the law, nobody's against the law. When in fact it's the biggest limited hangout ever. They will have given Hunter a plea deal and let him walk while ignoring all the other things that implicate Joe because our non is not interested in Hunter Biden. We're interested in Joe Biden. Hunter is just the bagman for Joe. So if they let Hunter off with a plea deal, what it'll do is not go to trial, obviously, and it'll prohibit the evidence surrounding Joe from being in the public domain and being in the court filings, which is what they really fear. They don't want to go to trial because they don't want Joe implicated. What do I mean by implicated? Well, our report goes into this. Joe knew full well what his son was doing in all these countries, and there is evidence that Joe committed tax fraud and other crimes because Hunter admitted to being forced to give Joe half of his salary for 30 years. So what does that mean? That means the tax returns that Joe Biden filed with the U.S. Senate were false. He was getting extra money on the side from his son, probably underneath the table in cash. And we have other proof that Joe was getting his house payments and other other payments capitalized by Hunter and Hunter's business partner. So I think their strategy, the federal government, by the way, the U S attorney that I alluded to Jonathan and in, in Delaware is a Trump mm-hmm. appointed Trump appointed guy, but he's terrible. So they're going to let Hunter get uh, penalized and held accountable so long as it doesn't implicate the big guy. And that's, that's why we wrote this report. We don't have any expectation that, that Joe is going to get, um, held accountable legally we mm-hmm. wanted this report to be out there for historical reasons to where they can't just censor this completely they're not going to be able to burn every single one of these physical reports like they prohibited the link from the new york post story going out in october of 2020
0: so you know there's this thing called double jeopardy and yes. that's in the same jurisdiction but mm-hmm. states and federal is two different ju- jurisdictions so here's my thoughts my thought is this, that they're going to put Hunt, they're going to indict Hunter eventually. And then they're going to come to Joe and say, Joe, you're not running a second term. We'll give him a sweetheart deal, or you can pardon him. We'll go away, but we got three or 400 other charges that we can hit him with if you do not run. What do you think about that conspiracy theory? <laughs>
1: well, I think it depends on who the Dems are going to bring up after Joe Gavin Newsom very well could be. So yeah, Joe is their perfect candidate, right? He's completely controlled. He's like, he's like a horse with a bit in its mouth because of Hunter. Uh, And by them, I mean the financiers controlling Joe George Soros and other people who control the purse strings. Joe is their perfect docile pet. So compromised that they can control his every move. Um, But again, the pardon power is very absolute, and Joe could pardon Hunter for any any crime. He could do a blanket pardon like Ford did with Nixon and pardon him for any crime against the United States that Hunter ever committed. So if he's worried about that, if he's worried about being controlled to the degree that he won't be able to run again, I think he'll do a full, unconditional pardon for Hunter. (laughs) It's crazy to even talk this way, I know, but it's what's going to happen.
0: I I mean, and, and, but people. But here's what's crazy to me is people actually don't think that would happen. If it was your son, half of America would be doing the same thing if there was a president of the United States. I agree. Half of America would be doing the same damn thing if it a, their son was in the same situation. They had that kind of power. But the, the thing is, you know, people refuse to believe that a president, a sitting president could be a traitor to his country because that's literally what they are. They're a bunch of traitors
1: they definitely sell us out they sold us down the river to the highest bidders in china kazakhstan romania mexico it's disgusting and that's the biggest part of our section is business related crimes the other two sections drug related crimes and sex related crimes are just in this report because they hispo- because they expose the hypocrisy. They're not as important as the business-related crimes, which we believe affects all Americans by jeopardizing and compromising Joe Biden, and therefore he's controllable by foreign powers.
0: I just see, speaking on the states, I just don't understand why these states are not standing in line to come out, especially the red states.
1: Their lack of courage, I think, Jonathan, they don't have courage. It's sad as hell. I agree with you. They don't You could even appeal to their selfish desires and say, hey, look, you could become forever famous if you are the one to buck up and get the courage to prosecute what are obvious felonies. But they don't even care about that. Like you can't even appeal to their selfish side. They're just that cowardly. Um, It's a real indictment on the red states, too, because, again, I'm not a registered Republican. I'm an independent. I'm more of Mm a Trump guy, a populist. So this is not surprising that Republicans are acting like this way, you know, like this, but it is, it doesn't make it any less of a tragedy.
0: You know, Gary, I will tell you that not all Republicans are Republicans either. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I agree. A lot of them, those guys are, you know, wolf and sheep clothing and uh, you know, I mean, I'm known as a straight conservative. I believe in conservatism. I don't I mean, I mean, I don't make excuses for what I believe, but I'm not way in the weeds either. I know there's a middle ground, even as a conservative. Mm-hmm. But I, and here in Utah, for example, we don't have a problem with Democrats. Well, we have a problem with the Republicans and conservatives. That's where the battle is in this state. It's mm-hmm. not with the Democrats. They have no power here. And that's and this is politics. And back to my point of Hunter Biden, I cannot figure out why in the hell these states are not growing some balls and coming after this guy. If you don't tell me you hate Joe Biden, but yet you love his son by your actions and not prosecuting him. Yeah, I I just don't understand this.
1: They laundered millions of dollars. We can prove it. Any. Any bank. So, for example, one of the states is Arkansas, right? Mm -hmm. Why is there a nexus between Arkansas and Hunter? Well, because his financial advisor lives in Fayetteville. He was a Clinton appointee, and Hunter met him in the 90s when he was at the Commerce Department under Bill Clinton. So, Hunter – uses banks and other means of interstate commerce in arkansas so there are like i said many ways for these states to find a nexus to hunter through his company relationships his banking relationships so just because the guy lives on a beachside estate in malibu financed by his sugar brother kevin morris who is suing me for five million dollars in california Whoa. kevin it's morris doing you Suing me and my nonprofit, yeah, I haven't even talked to the guy in my life, and he's suing us for harassment for $5 million. Hopefully, it'll get dismissed because it's not worth the paper it's written on. But what I'm trying to say is you know, even if Hunter is out there chilling in Malibu getting financed by this guy, there is still a way to find a nexus to him in these states.
0: So let me ask you this question. Hunter seems to have raised a lot of money from his lobbying. Um, does he have a high net worth?
1: No, because he gave it. A part of it goes to his family. He's admitted hmm. that. So he's the bag man for everybody else. And then part of it is he blew it on blow and hookers. For In a one-year period, Jonathan, he blew over $2 million on blow and hookers. So this guy was out of his mind. He said in an interview once he didn't sleep for 13 days. Wow. So all that Chinese cash, um, he doesn't have access to it anymore. That got totally blown through. the Biden Joe bought a beach house. And so what I'm trying to say is the family, once they get money, they don't save it. They buy luxuries, luxury cars. Hunter had a Porsche for a while. So
0: I was watching, so I like to look at uh net worths. Of politicians, and I was looking at Joe Biden. His actual net worth was less than Nancy Pelosi.
1: <laughs> when, as of which date?
0: Date? that was about day. a year ago.
1: Yeah he he made probably like fifteen million per year when he, between the vice presidency and now as the president. Um, so it's in the multi millions. But yes, Nancy, Queen Mobstress, Nancy D'Alessandro from Baltimore. Definitely has the stock game beat on Joe Um, because it takes a high IQ to be that corrupt. So Joe is very corrupt, but he just doesn't have the mobster's qualities that Nancy Pelosi has and her stock picking abilities.
0: (laughs) Along with some so-called conservatives as well.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Very, very true. Peter Schweizer wrote this great book called Throw Them All Out about violations of the Stock Act. It was like back in 2011. And I worked with him on this report. He was very helpful to us, and he wrote another book called Red Handed, mm-hmm. that went into this. So you're right. I think that stock owning should, if not illegal, you should uh, be restricted on which. M- meaning that I'm not sure you should be able to day trade if you're in Congress. It's not like you shouldn't be able to hold investments, mm. but they're like they're trading like by the day based on new legislation that's going to come forward. It's so corrupt.
0: It's kind of like you know. Not to get too far off the subject, but, uh, you know, when the president, when Trump became president, he uh, what's the phrase? What's the actual word they use Um, that he had to put all his stuff in trust and his sons ran everything because he couldn't profit from the position. Mm -hmm. But yet legislators who write the laws are doing that. He doesn't write the laws. So these legislators know what's coming down the pike. They do. And so I just don't understand. Well, I do understand it's about greed. You know, he can't make a dollar, but they can make millions and millions and millions of dollars. As a matter of fact, there's a congressman right now that I'm having an issue with when he ran into office. Huh? Who?
1: I'll write his name down. (laughs)
0: Well, let me put it this way. I'll leave it. I'll leave it out right now. I have to leave this one out because I'm working on something. Okay. But he went in office, had a net worth about two hundred and thirty thousand dollars. Now it's over $35 million in three years. Wow. You can look it up. What you a man. Look it up. And so these guys, you know, I'm so sick and tired of like, for example, the, the laptop. What well, we should be hearing is Hunter Biden. His ass is in jail. His ass is going to prison. <laughs> and his in order to get out of it, his daddy is going to have to pardon him. But the thing is, even though he's going to pardon him, he still needs to be locked up.
1: At state level, that's what, let's put it this way, Jonathan, that's what justice would require. If we're not saying that Joe doesn't have the constitutional power, it's constitutional for him to pardon Hunter, but only at the federal level. All those money laundering offenses, those are all state level offenses. What Donald Trump got charged with falsifying business records in the state of New York. Mm hmm. Hunter did so much
0: more at the state level. (laughs) Right. But the thing is, this is what pisses me off with these states. They know they have the jurisdiction on some of these charges Mm -hmm. because it happened in their state. But they're relying on the the federal to take care of this. And they know it's not going to happen because his dad has the absolute power when it comes to pardon this boy. He's not a man. He's a boy.
1: That's a very good point. Yeah. He, he walks around naked like a two year old does before the bath. That's what Hunter is at, f- at 49. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. He's, he's a piece of shit. Excuse my French. <laughs> That's my remember, show.
1: Remember he is, a, <laughs> he is petitioning the Arkansas County circuit court to reduce his child support. And I can't reveal anything about the case obviously, but I have been, uh, approached, uh, as an expert witness in that case, because I have a very good idea of where Hunter could be, you know, um, storing assets. And we talked about this in the dossier. So think about that. There's been very few mainstream press articles. They, they, uh, they don't even talk about the fact that the president's son's trying to be a deadbeat dad and not pay for his own progeny.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, even the feds know where he's at. I mean, where the, his money's at, they have to, They know where where his funds are, but because of who daddy is, they will not um, do anything. I just, yeah, I'm just telling you right now, you know, if things don't change on the federal level, can you imagine eight more, four more years of this guy in office?
1: I don't know if we can take it. Um, And I don't know if the world, you know, Lord knows what's going to happen with Ukraine and Russia.
0: What's your thought on Ukraine?
1: I think Ukraine is a money laundering haven of the world. Amen. Even even until until a couple of years ago, liberal NGOs admitted that it was one of, if not the most corrupt nation on earth. So the idea that all of this cash and military aid is going into the right hands is ludicrous. We're just we're just pumping the stock price of Raytheon at this point. It's Isn't it,
0: and Raytheon and Halliburton. Yes. So. So here's, here's what's interesting. You know, we've known for a long time, you know, that um, Ukraine was one of the most racist countries in the planet. Yes. And tons of money is laundered through Ukraine, but is how, what a coincidence we're having a war there as well. Yeah. And we're sending money there.
1: Total rat's nest with Privat bank and uh, the, the, the Azov battalion. Yeah. It's, but that's the CIA's. They the CIA had a role in the overthrow of Yanukovych in 2014, and they've been there ever since. Victoria Newland is a name that is referenced in the Biden laptop a couple of times. We don't have correspondence with her directly, but she's referenced in other emails by mm-hmm. other people. She's at the center of this. And Joey put her in uh for a very deliberate reason. You know, they rise to the top in that world, not through merit, but by being willing to do dirty things, and that woman has blood on her hands, and she was the one who admitted, was forced to admit under oath that we have biological laboratories there, and Hunter, as you know, owns a portion of Metabiota through a company called Pilot Growth Equity, and so the son of the President of the United States has an ownership share in a biological, in a company that operates biological labs in Ukraine. So,
0: that's funny that you mention that, because I heard some conspiracy theory, uh, I'll put it at that, um, that they're intentionally trying to destroy these labs. Is that true?
1: I have no evidence of that, but it wouldn't surprise me because they have a vested interest in the Russians not gaining control of them. Um, Why they're still there is a mystery to begin with. Why these weren't just utterly destroyed after the Soviets collapsed. Why they had to keep them alive so to speak, is, uh, you know, Richard Lugar and Obama went on a trip in like 2006 about this to Ukraine. There was like this big uh, newsletter about it. My friend Ken Akoa found it in the bowels of the internet. You have like this picture of Obama and, Rid- and Dick Lugar from Indiana going over there. So why do I bring that up? I, I, I bring that up to say that for over a decade now, for almost two decades, there's been an interest in these biological laboratories on behalf, on the part of the american deep state apparatus which includes republican politicians and uh we don't know exactly why they're so obsessed with it but we know that they are
0: you know this ukraine war it surprises me you know everything that's gone on lately that's corrupt has something to do with ukraine in one way or the other i mean russia is supposed to be the number two superpower if not three superpower But yet they're having a war with Ukraine almost a year now, and they cannot win this war. But we keep dumping money into this country. Here's what's interesting. Okay, if you're sending weapons weapons and armament, okay, but all the money that's going in over there, you're not rebuilding Ukraine right now because Russia is blowing the hell out of it. So you're not building new structures. What are you really doing with the money? If you're getting weapons from us for free in Poland and Germany, what are you doing with all this cash? How much of this cash is coming back and basically doing a Burisma? It's just yep. going to Ukraine, making a U-turn, coming <laughs> back to these foundations in the United States that these politicians own. and uh, But it's the biggest because, crock uh, of crap. What's that?
1: I said it's a good point. It's just uh, a laundering machine.
0: It, it, it makes no sense to keep sending all this money over there because they're not built rebuilding Ukraine right now. Look, if the war is over and they were rebuilding Ukraine, maybe that would be something that you can, hmm, they're rebuilding. But they're not doing that right now. Russia is bombing the crap out of them. But, yeah, what's surprising to me, though, Gary, is why is this war still going on and Russia's supposed to be such a superpower? Why is it still going on? Is it that much money that they need to funnel and they need that much time to funnel all this money?
1: Yeah, I think that that uh, Russia can afford to keep the low latency war going and American politicians can afford to keep laundering their own money back to them. Because it's essentially, like you said, it's American taxpayer money. That's one of the key points that's expounded upon in this dossier with Privat Bank. So Joe Biden, as we all know, threatened to withhold a $1 billion loan guarantee from the IMF. So that money, because I am, because the IMF is funded in large part by the United States, that money went from U.S. taxpayers to the IMF to Privat Bank. And Privat Bank was one of the banks that capitalized and banked with Burisma. So the, like you said, the money went from one side of the globe to the other, right back into the Biden pocket. It's absolutely proven by bank records. This is not conjecture on my part. We have the literal bank records that say Privat Bank was used to wire Hunter and Devin Archer 83 grand apiece per month.
0: You know, when Tucker had the interview with Bobolinsky.
1: Yes, he's helped you know, us with this. Oh, Bob- did he? Yeah, Bobolinsky. I talked to Bobolinsky on the phone for several hours, multiple times, about this report, and he provided documentation. It's very helpful.
0: But, you know, when you have witnesses, people who actually were participating in what's going on, but yet they're dismissed as conspiracy theorists or they have a vendetta against Hunter or Joe Biden, blah, 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 and so forth and so on. It just angers me that the FBI, the CIA, whoever's invested in the Department of Justice still are doing absolutely nothing but blowing smoke of mm-hmm. the American public's butt. And uh, I'm so sick and tired of hearing about the Hunter Biden laptop. Now I want to hear his ass is in jail. That's mm-hmm. what I want to hear.
1: The only thing that I can do is go talk about our dossier. And like you said, uh, just pound the pavement. I've been traveling across the country on Saturday. I'm going to Maine. I speak at noon in Ellsworth at Constitution Hall. Um, and so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go around the country. And that's why I'm appreciative of being on programs like this. So I can talk about our work exposing this because, mm-hmm. again, there's not been one correction submitted and it's a 644 page document. So if the left could debunk it, you can be sure that they would, but they haven't been able to. So they just ignored it.
0: I mean, there's a tang- there's tangible evidence. Yeah. They can't debunk. Well, they can try. Ad- evidence that's tangible such as the laptop, you know, and many people have seen a lot of the stuff that's on the you know, the laptop I and mean, you can't call them all liars.
1: Yeah, the photos. Look at at all these file types. Emails, iMessages, photos, PDFs, um, uh, PowerPoint slides, Excel documents.
0: And where can they see these documents again?
1: Yeah, so everybody can go on bidenlaptopemails.com and view all 128,000 or download them. And then if you want to read our report for free, you just go to marcopolousa.org. And it's right there. Or we have a lot of uh, shortened links that take you to the page. So like bidencrimes.info, bidencrimes.com. Those are shorter links to the actual report. And you can go keyword search it today.
0: Mm -hmm. So before we go, tell us about Marco Polo Foundation. Tell us a little bit about it and what you guys do there.
1: Yeah, thank you. So Marco Polo is a very small 501c3 nonprofit. It is a group of about six men, from across the country. We don't have a brick and mortar uh location. I work out of my home office in Illinois. What we do is we use county records principally and other methods via private investigator and state level records to investigate corruption. And so all of our all of our funds it's is crowdsourced. We have no foundation or uh you know big dollar backing. All of it's activist funded and uh we have a sub stack and so basically this was our first huge project that took us over a year to do and what we do every day is dig through mm-hmm. the sludge of the internet we basically i tell my mom and dad that i i grew up in i i'm in the excavation business that's essentially what i'm in now i'd, I'd say that with sort of a grin is that we're basically plumbers of a different variety, and we scrape the Biden feces off the national shoe. That's sort of a a very, very uh, graphic way to put it. So what I'm going to be doing in the next couple of months beyond going across the country, we have a meeting with Congress tomorrow. Before I go to Maine, I'm I'm stopping in D.C., meeting with uh, congressional leadership there to try – to get because what's going to happen, like you said, we don't need criminal referrals sent to the federal DOJ because they're going to be thrown in the trash. Right. What been trying to convince them of is send criminal referrals to state AGs. So this oversight committee and the Jim Jordan, who I'll be meeting with, they need to send st- criminal referrals to state AGs okay. and put it in the state's hands and. A lot of them don't get it because the congressmen aren't the sharpest. Some of them aren't the sharpest tools in the shed, but a few of them do. And so I'm just sort of going around preaching this gospel, lowercase
0: g. Have you got much resistance from the Republican Party?
1: Oh, absolutely. There was a there was a host here in Salt Lake City even that won't have me on. I Fox Nation was going to have me on season three of Who is Hunter Biden? And they rescinded their invitation. So there's a ton of. A ton of uh conservative resistance to us because Jonathan, the the, the content of this device is just out of this world.
0: Oh, it's, it's massive. Crazy. I mean, I mean,
1: it, it's crazy full. The president of the United States son still has pornography accounts to this day. They're still active that anybody can go look at. And he was a he was an amateur porn star. That's his own words.
0: Well, he absolutely evidently went broke. Well, Garrett, I'd like to thank you for coming on the show. Thank you Um, for having me. This has been fun. This is great. Um, Where can people find this
1: information again? MarcoPoloUSA.org or just go to BidenCrimes.com.